You're listening to the Fuck Yeah Nation Network. This episode of Robert Lane has been brought to you by Dabs. Dabs, where a man pesters you to smoke dabs. Have you ever done a dab? I've done a dab. I don't want to do a dab with you. We should just do some dabs. I don't want to do a dab. Let's just do a couple dabs. No, I don't. I don't want to dab. We should just do some dabs. If you ask me one more time to do a dab, I'm going to kill you. Let's just do some dabs. Dabs. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park phenologist, solid dude. What is up, everybody? How you guys doing? Man, <laughs> this is exciting, man. Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work amusement park podcast. And this is the 80th episode. Wow, can you believe it? Here's to that. These are all the best sketches from the Robert Land podcast over the last, what, year and a half, Robert? Yep. Fucking A right, dude. So sit back, crack open a beverage of your choosing. This is a Topo Chico grapefruit. Delicious. Not sponsored by the podcast. I wish it was. And um, all right, boys, girls, see you soon. You have a do. Theme park memories. It was the summer of 1987. The summer that young Josh Robert Thompson, his balls not yet dropped, would see his first pair of boobies. It all happened at the Ohio water park called Dover Lake. Long since dormant, Dover Lake was the hot spot for water activities, and no attraction was more famous than the wave pool. A giant petri dish pool filled with piss and shit and hormones, a man-made wave so fantastically grandiose it would knock every man, woman, child, and dog flat on their ass. Young Josh Robert Thompson lay in the pool, clinging to a raft, waiting for the giant wave to arrive. And then it happened. A towering mass of blue shit-colored water began to rise and build and suddenly crash down on everybody in the pool. When Josh came up from the water, he noticed about him several bikini tops floating nearby. Yes, the giant wave had knocked the tops of most of the girls' bikinis off, exposing their breasts to the hot, baking Ohio sun. It was a glorious day, and young Josh Robert Thompson would return to that pool many times that summer. Theme park memories. Oh, hey, one time I tried to kiss a girl at Six Flags, and instead I got nervous and I screamed in her ear. And she's like, why'd you do that? And then I said, oh, I was just thinking about murdering you. And then she was like, oh, well, I'd rather die than have you try to kiss me. Okay, thank you. Theme park memories. Hey, Robert. So trying to dig up um, roller coaster memories actually has been kind of therapeutic for me. I have a memory that um, 
I just remembered and I was on a Dumbo ride at like a fair and I think it was some kind of school board thing. Um, so my grandma used to work for the school board. Not super necessary to the story. Anyways, I was probably like four or five and this little cunt was sitting behind me and she kept pulling on my hair the whole ride and then I hated Dumbo for like a while. Theme park memories. Is this, uh, Scandia? Yeah. Well, I've been on the line here for about half an hour now. So what do you want? To answer me around. What do you mean, what do I want? Oh, sorry, sorry, sir. Uh, no, I, I was talking to, uh, Jim. <laughs> What's going on, dude? Uh, oh, I don't know if it's Jim or whomever, but I was at your party. Hey, this fuck past- you. Hey, fuck you. I was at your party. Hey, oh, sorry, sorry. I was so- <laughs> Jim again. You're he, still talking to Jim. Make Jim go away. I have something Jim, important to say. Jim, put your dick back in your pants and get out of here. Why is Jim's dick out? Hold on a second. Okay. I was on hey, your roller Scandia, coaster. What do you want? Andy, Jim, dick in the pants. I don't care. I was on your park last week. Uh-huh. I was at your park. I was on the Scandia Screamer. Not really much of a screamer. More of like a whiner or a complainer. Really isn't that scary of a ride. However, my wallet fell out of my pants. I can't find my wallet. I know it fell out at the park, and no one there could help me find it. I'm calling to complain. Sounds like a bitch. Oh, so, uh, sorry, talking to my mom. Uh, <laughs> hold on oh, one sec, okay. sir. Oh, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Oh, all right. Yeah, mom. Okay, yeah, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me more. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, so you said you lost your you lost your virginity. I didn't lose my virginity. I'm still a I virgin. Thank you very much. Sorry, a I'm talking to Jim. Six-year-old virgin. Oh, wow. Excuse me, but if you want to have Jim or your mom maybe help me out with that, I don't know. But more importantly, my wallet is missing, sir. I lost it at your park. How are you going to help me find my wallet? What what what's your name, sir? I'm Jim. You're Jim. I'm Jim. I've been in your head the entire time. Oh fuck. Where can I get a hold of your mom? Man, this blow is good. And now another word from another Robert Land sponsor. What up? It's your boy Sketchy Eddie, aka Eddie Buckler. I'm a budding entrepreneur. Emphasis on the bud. I'm not gonna lie though. This virus has been really rough on me, man. I've gone back and forth in my mind, you know, at first I thought it was bullshit, and then I was totally tripping dicks about it for a while, but now, I don't even know. Dude, I was on a streak. I was crushing ass this year. I was probably setting world records. Definitely the most cooch I've snooched in my entire life. That came to a screeching halt, not to mention, I was in the midst of launching a game-changing weed-sharing application. (laughs) We were going to be called Hugs for Nugs, and the whole premise is sharing joints. Do you know how many joint butts are left not fully smoked? It's astronomical. With Hugs for Nugs, our whole plan was to change the game, to preserve resources and the environment. (sighs) Now. I've kind of been put in a position to where I have to change the name, all due to a partner who's kind of a bitch ass. He threatened to walk away from the project if we didn't change the name because hugging is not acceptable under the CDC guidelines of social distancing. You know, the whole premise was that we were going to get joints that weren't fully smoked and deliver them around town. I mean, this would be something that you would opt into. You would become a Hugs for Nugs member. You'd pay a monthly rate, 
and half-smoked joints would be regularly delivered to your doorstep. You'd give the delivery driver a hug, and you'd get a nug. Supposedly, that isn't safe or sanitary. So we've done what's called a pivot and rebranded, changing our name to Elbows for Elbros. So you'll still get the regularly half-smoked joints, and you'll also touch joints with the delivery driver. By joints, I mean their elbows. We have several different tiers depending on how baked you plan to get and your tolerance levels. Most affordable tier starting out at 420 a month. Elbows for elbows. It's safer. You can also opt in to share your nugs. You know, this is really a co-op. It's all about the golden rule. The nug you take is equal to the nug you make. Those who share their joints will thus have joints shared with them. So we're putting out a massive call right now. If you regularly have joint butts left unsmoked, sign up for Elbows for Elbros. Just a disclaimer, for starters, these joints are gonna be from my own personal collection, but as this operation grows and grows, we can't guarantee that we know where all these joints came from. So, I mean, there's gonna be some stuff that's laced. That's just gonna happen. If you're not open to that, don't sign up. Elbows for Elbros. Getting while you can. As usual with most radical new platforms, we're only accepting a limited amount of members. This Halloween, be prepared for something so evil. Jack, Lantern, don't mind if I do. <laughs> Something so evil you have to see to believe. I'm gonna give you a whole new definition for pumpkin seed. Forget Dracula. Forget Michael Myers. This Halloween, meet Pumpkin Fucker. <laughs> I'm gonna stick my dick in your pumpkin. That's kind of my whole deal, okay? From the controversial filmmaking mind of Tony Coppola comes a pumpkin fucker like no other. Ooh, here's a pumpkin carving tip. <laughs> Starring Michael Caine. Some men just want to watch the pumpkin get fucked. Better carve your pumpkin this year before he fucks your pumpkin. Pumpkin fucker, rated R. Dick or treat? Hello, this is Disneyland. Hello? Hello, sir. How may I help you on this magical day? Hello, yes, I'm on dialysis. Uh, dialysis. Well, we, we're, we, you're calling Disneyland. Are you sure you got the right number, sir? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to reach the dialysis land. Uh, well, uh, uh we can't help you with that, sir, uh, you know, but. You guys can't help me with, with my dialysis? Well, I'd love to, to give you, a. Uh, a number or something, but we do not offer dialysis services. We are an amusement park, a world famous amusement park, Disneyland. You know, with Mickey Mouse, Walt Disney. My well, my insurance—they sent me here. 
They said, if I got an issue with my dialysis, I call you guys. Well, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, this is not... We have nothing to do with dialysis, although we do accept your, your money. <laughs> you said what? Oh, sir, I was just cracking a joke there about taking your money. We we are Disneyland, the theme park, you know. It's it's a small world, the teacups. We, we, we have nothing to do with dialysis, honey. Okay, well, you, uh, man, well, you guys are open right now? We're going to open up with uh, social distance measures. So we're slowly opening up. Don't tell me about that crap. Are you going to make me wear a mask to go on your theme park? Well, yes. We want to help spread, stop the the spread of the coronavirus. I mean, look, I'll give you guys my money. I'll come to your theme park. I mean, honestly, if I'm going to be sitting here needing dialysis, I may as well have a good time of it, you know. But I'll tell you, I'm not going to put a mask on my face. Well, sir, that wouldn't be uh, very safe, uh, especially for a man of your age. You sound like an older gentleman, and we would hate for... Damn right. We would hate for you to... uh, something to happen. I got quite a few pre-existing conditions as well. And if I'm willing to risk it for a biscuit, you know what I mean? I mean, come on. Well, sir, we do have biscuits, (laughs) but... Uh, you know, I'm sorry we cannot help you. We do not have any help with dialysis patients. But uh, I hope you have a magical day. If you feel like coming, just you, you have to wear a mask. All right, look, you know, I'll put a mask on, but am I allowed to bring my AR rifle to your theme park, an open carry theme park? <laughs> Sir, no, you may not bring an automatic weapon. That is very funny, though. Well, it's not full auto. I mean, come on. Well, I do find you uh, very intriguing, sir. Do you date younger women? Younger, older? I mean, hey, you know, whoever I find, I mean. Do you have a lot of. Looking to to find them. Do you you have a lot of money, sir? Not really. I, I, I don't really believe in forms of fiat currency, to be honest. And I generally keep pretty off the grid you know i'm a little resentful of having to deal with the whole health system i mean i've been trying to treat this whole uh well dialysis thing with just uh rocks brain salt what have you but um i keep pretty i get pretty much to myself i'm somewhat of a loner but um you know i'm always hey i'm single and not opposed to mingling well, you sound like you 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 don't have enough money for me to be interested, but you do sound like a sweet man. And I, you know, I was about to give you my WhatsApp, but it's all right. Maybe someday you'll find that that woman. But for now, um, I don't do WhatsApp, but I'd love to see some pictures on Telegram. Well, I do not know how to do that. Is that some sort of app? Uh, I do have. Yeah, it's a little more encrypted. Okay, because I do have a few uh, boyfriends in the Philippines. They're in the Marines, and I'm helping them get to the United States. But they don't really reply anymore. They just take my money. I don't know if you have the same problems. They're doing a lot of great stuff over there. Yes, I'm a big fan. You know what, sir? You have taught me something right now. You have taught me that love does not... Love and possession and materialism do not go together. It's about what's in the heart. It doesn't matter. 
it, right. Yeah, it doesn't matter how old you are, decrepit or geriatric you are. It doesn't matter how all the above feeble you are. All I mean, I could probably break you, sir. I'm a. I've got curves, but you I'll have shown me. Challenge. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm just gonna take everything and run away with you, sir. Well, that, that's well. You don't happen to know anything about this whole dialysis situation, though. Or can't can't refer to anybody in the theme park for me. No, no medics on board at the theme park. Twenty twenty marks the hundredth anniversary of Alabama's number one theme park, Waldo's World. When my great grandpappy opened the theme park in nineteen twenty. All he had was a nickel to his name and a dream. A dream of the world and Alabama's dream entertainment destination, Waldo's World. Waldo's Proud world. sponsor of the Robert Land Podcast. As I speak in January of 2020, we're in the cusp of fulfilling that dream even further with a multi-million dollar renovation with some Waldo's incredible world. projects to open in the summer of 2020. Like the Waldo's We Are One Mega Wave Pool. We firmly believe in bringing people together here at Waldo's World with the world's largest wave pool that could fit up to 30,000 people. That's powered by Unity and will only be operational if all 30,000 people are swimming together in harmony in the pool. Also opening in the summer of 2020 at Waldo World, the Kobe Bryant Slam Dunk Academy in our brand new state-of-the-art JCPenney Arena. Although I grew up in Alabama, I was always dazzled and amazed by the tenacity of the Black Mamba, and I sure can't wait for him to see it. Not to mention a brand new police force stunt show, where we honor our local law enforcement in a dazzling spectacular where they take down thugs and bad guys. 2020 is your year here at Waldo's World. Waldo's World. Come see the adventure now. 2020 is your year. Waldo's World is temporarily closed due to COVID-19. Waldo's Wieners is open for curbside pickup. Waldo's World, 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 world. What's up, everybody? I am here with uh, one of the, the the leaders of the one of the Disney gangs. Um, it's crazy, man. It's a big fat, big phenomenon these days over at Disneyland. But they actually have gangs. Uh, I don't know if they're you know what they're up to and i thought it'd be great to get, give you the inside scoop so i'm here with uh one of the leaders of the gangs from the west side wookies right that's what's up yes yeah, west wo- side wookies for life west- you come to disneyland you pay respect it's west coast wo- winnie right west coast winnie my dude hell yeah so so how do how do you join the gang how do you how do you get do you get jumped in what do you do this shit is hard man no you don't get jumped in no fucking stupid man (laughs) you gotta ride the teacups for over 75 minutes you pass that test you in the set homeboy damn we don't fuck around no that's brutal man we ain't like them fucking lego kings and shit we ain't no little bitches man (laughs) fuck them you guys got rival gangs? Nah, we got all kinds of rival gangs. This is Disneyland, fool. <laughs> you know how hard it is here? You fucking shit me? You go walk down Toontown at night, motherfucker. You find out what hard it is. We got the Lego Kings, them little putos, right? Mm-hmm. We got the motherfucking bad boysenberries. I can't stand them fools. 
can't stand them. You want to send them back to Ny Avenue, huh? I'll send them to hell. <laughs> and by hell, I mean the haunted house at 12 o'clock. Oh, I'm sticking shit. them right in the line. Damn. Man, so this is this is crazy, man. You guys are getting an inside scoop right now from these Disney gangs. So what what's like uh what what's your turf at Disneyland? Well we got from Space Mountain to Thunder Mountain. That shit is ours, dog. Oh shit. Lines yeah. included. So what happened? We so- got an e-pass all around this motherfucker. <laughs> so what do you guys like? I-, I heard you guys slang churros and hats and stuff. Oh, we slang whatever you need. Like you can come with me right now and get a bootleg goofy loaf for like two dollars. I got you. Oh, we slang shit. churros. I mean they ain't real churros, but they similar. Yeah. You know, they're made out of pancake batter, but we use what we got. Yeah. A little baking soda, a little pancake batter. Yeah. Make a churro, throw a little cinnamon on there. We got you. We got all kinds of shit here. We got fucking squirt guns that the holes on the side because we can't get it right. Oh, damn. All kinds of shit. What about uh, the, you know, I hear that there's another gang that you guys clash with a lot. It's uh, the Tomorrowland Astro Blasters. Man, we have been in a war with them motherfuckers. Fuck them guys, man. Astro Blasters. Just the name itself sound like a bunch of sissies. So what do you do if you find them, like, slinging churros on your turf? Oh, you kidding me? You kidding me? <laughs> now, what you're supposed to do under the park rules, right, <laughs> is go to Walt's office, uh-huh. you know, yeah. and, and have a discussion about this shit. But we gangbanging here at the park. Yeah. We whoop they motherfuckers all the way to fucking California Adventures. That's what we do. Fuck. Don't come back in the real park. Okay? You go over to California Adventures. Go on the water slide. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man. Well, guys, this has been amazing. This is West Coast Winnie. Uh, any any shout-outs you want to give out while, while you're, uh, while you're on, on the show? Yeah, man. I want to send a shout-out. To all my characters locked up behind bars, man, in the Disneyland jail. This shit is fucked up, dude. They they discriminate against us. So what if I want to sell you a bootleg Mickey Mouse hat and your name is Donna, but it's a dinner? So what? <laughs> I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, man. Man, fuck. Well, hey, hold up, man. Hold up, man. I think that's one of them uh, Lego motherfucking Lego kings right now. Uh-oh. We might have to end this interview early so I could go sop him up with a biscuit. Damn. Well, guys, you heard it here first. We got one of the Disney gangs exclusive, man. Fuck you! <laughs> Until next time. You know where I'm at. You know right now where I'm at. Bring your shit over here, Lego bitch. Did you guys know in 1904, a theme park ride uh, was made, and uh, it was called the Up-A-Butt-A-Da-Da-Da-Da Roller Coaster, where people actually had a mini roller coaster get shoved up their buttholes. That, that was actually a ride. I swear to God, it was a different time. People were experimenting, you know, it was the, we're in the Industrial Revolution. People had a lot of anger, you know, their bosses were... You know, Jeff Bezos is this of the time, and they just were getting ripped off. So, yeah, there was a roller coaster where it went right up the, the poop chute, right in the butthole, and uh, it was cool. Uh, I hope they bring that shit back. It might appeal to people these days. No, actually, you know what? It, uh, uh, I'm, I'm lying, but who knows and who cares? Because 
I love you guys. And this show, uh, we've had many different segments on the program. And uh, one of them is theme park trivia, where we, we like to quiz our guests and see how much they know about theme parks. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, this, uh, this segment is going to be uh, a little snippet of uh, snippets of different uh, people getting stumped or you know, getting getting the uh, the gold, getting the answer right. So we're gonna go right now to uh, some some fun clips of uh, theme park trivia. Enjoy. Uh, yeah. So I've I've a few uh, stories that may have happened in real life, and so you're gonna tell me if you believe that they're true or false. Okay. Okay. So this is the first uh, of these three uh, tales of accidents. Okay. Universal Studios Hollywood. In 2007, Universal Studios filed an occurrence report stating that a 34-year-old woman broke a vertebrae in her lower back on the Universal Studios Revenge of the Mummy ride. This mummy got revenge on this mommy, said the injured woman. Huh. Because I've been on that ride many times. Um, I did not work at the theme park. I got there in the, at the end of 2008. So this was a year before I got there. I totally believe that that happened because if you're, I mean... You know, I don't know what I'm sure that woman had some kind of pre-existing weakness, but that ride does shoot you zero to sixty in like four seconds. So if you are not like strapped in as tight as maybe you could be, I could see you just like slamming into the back and and it, it snapping something. Yeah, I believe yeah. that one's true. Okay, okay, so that's that's the answer for the first one. Now, now I'll tell you at the end of these which ones are true and false. It's also just, it's not enough for me to believe it's fake. Like, you're like, she got decapitated. I'd yeah. be like, that probably didn't happen. I would have, <laughs> I would have heard about decapitation. No, I feel, I feel you. Uh, okay, so the, uh, the, the, the second story here is this happened at Disneyland, California. Uh, in an attempt to sneak into a Disney park during an annual grad night in 1966, 19-year-old Thomas Guy Cleveland accidentally ended his own life. A security officer tried to keep him from entering the park, but Cleveland attempted to cross the monorail track by jumping beneath it into a canopy. In an untimely incident, the train was approaching and ended up striking and killing Cleveland upon impact. <laughs> so so this, the, the, this is what kind of kills me about this. Uh, is this dude is 19 years old and he's, he's, he's risking his life to go into a grad night yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was. Like, maybe he's held back. He's just like, oh no, I like him young. I'm looking for a girlfriend in here. Uh, that is ridiculous. I'm sorry, your parents wouldn't sign your permission slip, Thomas Guy Cleveland. Um, next time, what just a name. Forge, forge the signature. I know, Thomas Guy Cleveland. Uh, I. Uh, I'm going to believe that one's true as well because I want to believe that one's true. Like, I would like to think that that's how somebody, you know, had their, you know, their Darwin-esque death of <laughs> just like of stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so that one, that's so true. Yeah. So I'm going true. I'm okay. going true. So this is the, the, the last one. Here. I don't think you could come up with the name Thomas Guy Cleveland to, to falsify this report. <laughs> it, I know it is. It is too. That is too rad of a name. Too bad you couldn't, you know, do like soap opera acting. Or something, <laughs> yeah. You know? If you had been like, Guy. if you were like in 1966, Colonel <laughs> Peter Farthington, I'd be like, no, 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 this is fake. <laughs> but Thomas Guy Cleveland, that's too real. All right. Yeah. What's the third one? Okay. So the third one here is. Uh, Sorry, my bad. I uh, I know we're on dyslexia. The ride right now. Yeah, well, this is dyslexia. <laughs> this is this is the 
most another, of them. Another good one for the Halloween Horror Nights one. Like, you go in there and you think you can read and all the letters are shuffled. So you're just looking at it like, I don't know. And they're like, sir, your presentation starts now. And you're like, what? I can't read anything. <laughs> okay, so now uh, that, that one hit close to home, uh, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, Please get out of this podcast. This no, will no, never no. be released. No, this is great. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, uh, this happened at Universal Studios Hollywood as well. Your your, uh, your turf. Uh, a 36 year old, 500 pound man named Roy Templeton was riding Jurassic Park ride, where his belly prevented the lap bar from going all the way down. There was a malfunction on the ride where the ride boat stopped right in its tracks, right before the big drop, and because of Ray's Jurassic gawk. Preventing the lap bar from doing its job, the other two men were launched out of the boat and into the massive T-Rex's mouth. One man was impaled <laughs> into the T-Rex's mouth, and the other fell plunging to his death. The incident prompted Roy to get in shape and become a CrossFit champion. Every anniversary of the men who passed away, Roy takes selfies in front of the T-Rex in honor of the men. I would never be the stud I am today if it wasn't for that tragic day. I'm dating an Insta model now. Sucks for them. May they rest in drastic peace. So which one of these stories sounds true or false to you? Uh, I mean, that last one, I mean, great storytelling, wonderful fabrication. I think you just took it a little too far in the believability factor because there's no way that guy lost that weight. Uh, there is no fucking way, dude. He just went into a further deep depression after the T-Rex impaled his friends. Uh, no, for sure, man. No, this is, dude. This is great to have you, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I have a few questions, some e-ticket questions I, I wanted to ask you here. That's the shit. Yeah. So we got a game here uh, called Theme Park Accidents, Facts or Fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watch some of those videos sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm gonna read some of these things, and you're gonna let me know if you uh, fact or fiction. What, yeah, fact or fiction. So, so I gotta pick one that's right, or do I just gotta well, say the one you're saying is right or wrong? Th there's one out of these three that's wrong. Wrong. Got you. Okay, so so this is uh, oh, the first one. Let's see. Um, okay. All right. This this happened in. Uh, <laughs> this is fucked up. Uh, in this is uh, from the Wildcat in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at amusement park, the Laguna, um, the Lagoon. All right. Um, so. An unexpected backward of rolling roller coaster appears to be a somewhat common accident. As the same thing happened at the Wildcat and uh, Oh Bell's amusement park in 1997. A 14 year old boy died and six people were injured as a result of this tragic accident. The coaster went backwards? Yeah, the coaster went backwards, which uh, occurred just as the coaster was being pulled to the highest point of the track. Instead of cresting over the top, the car slid backward and collided with another car. The amusement park was packed with people because of a 25 cent ride promotion to celebrate its opening for the season. So many people witnessed the accident. One man said it was rickety, but then that's the way it always is. I'm sure hope they get the 25 cents back. I reckon a hook said Wesley Harmon, who rode the same ride about an hour before the accident. Scary to think that could have been us. Now I think I feel like I have whiplash come to think of it. Wesley said the ride was reportedly dis disassembled and relocated to amusement park in Maryland with the new name Avalanche so they that shit that killed somebody and all those people they reopened they it just moved it they just moved it I believe every word of that story. yeah okay yeah. so that's the first one all right so you believe that one's I believe all of that, that one's yeah. fact okay no I believe all that's true 
Yeah. 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 Okay. I have no problem with any of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that sounds. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. And uh, so the the second one is uh, this happened at on a ride called the roller coaster at the lagoon. I mixed this shit up. Amusement park in Farmington, Utah. Okay. It's simply called roller coaster, though it sometimes goes by the name white roller coaster. The, this wooden ride was built in 1921 and has been running at the Lagoon Amusement Park ever since, despite a handful of deaths and accidents. In 1989, a 13-year-old girl died after she stood up uh, on the coaster as it was going up the hill. She fell forward onto the tracks and was struck by two cars before plunging 35 feet to the ground. A 20-year-old man also fell when he attempted to stand up on the coaster in 1934. The coaster has been renamed to Sit Your Ass Down the Roller Coaster. We now give every passenger motion detected shot callers that give them a good zap and if those dumb Neanderthals try that shit again. A spokesperson from <laughs> from uh, the what was it? The Lagoon Amusement Park said. Alright, so does that one sound believable? All those people standing up on the ride and falling backwards. Nah. No, no. That's, that's, <laughs> what but so that part sounded a little believable because that shit does happen. But yeah. the part where he said Neanderthals and fucking <laughs> giving them a, uh, a fucking motion detector and shit. That sounds like some fucking white supremacist ran the ro- Utah roller coaster fucking festival. All right. All right. So this is uh, this is the last one here. Um, in 2003, a man riding Mon- Montezuma's Revenge at Knott's Berry Farm right, in right. Buena Park complained of having stomach issues and was requesting to be released from the ride. And uh, I guess the staff didn't hear him, and he, the man, uh, proceeded to violently shit his pants on the ride <laughs> uh, as he uh, <laughs> totally believable. went backwards. Um, and supposedly, he, uh, when the ride stopped, his heart had stopped. So the man shit himself to death in the Montezuma's Revenge. And his name was uh, Richard Johnson. So we got to believe that that dude was white, too. So Montezuma's Revenge, I guess fucking really happened it really happened so so which of these do you think is fiction and which one do you think is is fact man and i might okay i might have added some shit to throw you off a little bit with some of these like some of the silly shit you know what i mean well see the monitor driver's test i want to be true yeah and that's a that's a problem um i i I mean i don't wish the dude died but um i'm gonna stick with yeah that could happen i mean that could happen i'm gonna go with that one's true too okay so the middle one so is the one I'm saying is yeah, fake. The one with the uh, people falling off the ride, or you're standing, standing up. Standing up, and then the dude uh, from the company <laughs> was like, these stupid motherfuckers got to have motion detector. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> the clan fucking leader was like, Neanderthal thugs was on my roller coaster and shit. I'm going to go with that one, but hey, man, it's America. Uh, so 2020, right? All right. So, the, uh, so you got, you got, all right. <laughs> I, I kind of I kind of messed with you because the second one did happen. You edited it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you shit. can't read. Look, I don't know about any of this no more, Robert. Yeah. But next time you do this segment yeah. right here, I know I fucked take up. Take the time to stop off at a Kinko's. Yeah, and print that shit out. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is the uh, second accident. Uh, Knott's Berry Farm, Buena Park, California. In 1998, Herbert Schwartz and his wife decided to get frisky while riding the Kingdom of the Dinosaurs ride. Frisky meaning his wife was giving Herb a beige. Hmm. Not paying attention, the ride was coming to an end and entering daylight for all the line to see. 
when they heard the gasp of people in line, Herb's wife bit his Schwartz, where he let out a big, Oy vey, my schmeckle, sending Schwartz to the hospital. Did you believe uh, Herb was, his, his cock was bitten uh, while entering daylight? <laughs> Look, I firmly believe that exhibitionists are shamed every day, so yes, I believe, you know, it's, it's poor. These poor people were king shamed for being exhibitionists. <laughs> I firmly believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. They 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 do uh they do get a little uh shamed for their kinks. What's and, wrong with and, that, man? And, You're and big ups to a man named Herb who can still get a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Herb's got game, dude. Hey, uh, my name is Laura Levitz. Uh, is this Jason Fred Seagal? Uh, yeah, what do you want? Uh, well, my, my son is turning six. He's epileptic, and we want to really do something special for him. I hear you're an amazing impressionist, and, and he loves Star Wars. Would you be able to do a voicemail for him, like wish him a happy birthday as Jabba the Hutt? That's his favorite character. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, whatever. You're going to pay me? Oh yes, Mister Seagal. I mean, I was I was wondering if you could do your your job impression right now for me. Sure, uh, just give me a second. Okay. Wow! Wow! Oh my gosh, you sound just like him. PayPal me now? Well, uh, yeah, sure, but I'm sorry. I can can you try saying this is Jabba? I, I can just picture it now. Happy birthday, Billy. May the force be with you. Love you always, Jabba. Uh, okay, yeah, that's, that's kind of retarded, but sure. Uh, excuse me. Okay, yeah, I'll say that. Uh, you you go into the bathroom? No, no, that's Java talking to Spock. Uh, okay, well, um, can can you do any uh, other voices from Star Wars? Yeah, hold on. He's not going to like that. He's epileptic. That may cause him to seizure. Uh, well, keep him awake. Well, excuse me. Well, you're going to pay me for the call at all? Uh, you're kind of wasting my time. I could be jacking off, but I'm listening to your bullshit. Okay, well, that's it. I'm going to yelp about you.
God, you you still shitting? What in the hell did you eat? This is disgusting. Man, guys, this is so much fun. I'm having a ball. <laughs> I'm having an eight ball. No, just kidding. No cocaine for me. <laughs> um, this is a segment that I'd like to call Fake Roast Battle Royalty. Um, I had a fun little uh, thing going on the show for a while where we had fake roast battles. And, uh, you know, Roast Battle is a, a, a show that began in the belly room at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles. And it spawned to this whole worldwide phenomenon at a Comedy Central show. It's like the biggest thing in Britain, you know, other than sliced, spotted dick, whatever they eat over there. Whatever fucking awful food they eat over there. Um... I don't know, man. I, maybe, maybe I need to open my palate up a little more. Maybe I need to try some tea and, you know, shepherd's butt, butthole pie. But, uh, you know, this this was a fun one, guys. We, we would have, I'd have our guests read um, their roast battles. And sometimes they get a little kooky. I mean, they get to places you wouldn't imagine. And uh, it's a lot of fun. So here we are. Enjoy uh, our roast battle royalty here. <laughs> All right. So I heard you're in roast battle, Mr. Tinkin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want you to. The, I sent you a message, uh-huh. and I'd like you to recap your roast battle with Mr. Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. And I wanted to print this out. My computer had problems. Fun story, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I got it on on Messenger right here. Okay. You know? Cool. And, and please read the descriptions as well. And, okay. You know, I have a fourth grade uh, English level. So well, I have a third grade reading level. So <laughs> I mean, oh, man, we're in good shape. Okay. Kevin Tinkin versus Jerry Seinfeld Comedy Store Tuesday night at midnight. The crowd's going bananas and chanting battle, battle, battle. The panel's made up of Jeff Ross, Harvey, Harvey Levin, and Rob Deerdick. They eagerly await their first burn. Kevin Tinkin goes first. Kevin, hey Jer, what's the last time? When's the last time you made somebody laugh? <laughs> 9-11? <laughs> Crowd goes nuts. The wave reenacts 9-11. Jerry, what's the deal with this guy's name? Tankin' Taylor Soldier Spy? I mean, come on! Who saw that movie? Crowd erupts like a volcano of laughter. Kevin, shut up, smelly Jerry Seinfeld. You regarded, you retarded, regarded? I'm supposed to say, okay. Retarded. (laughs) Shut up, you smelly Jerry Seinfeld, you retarded ass bitch. You used to have a show about nothing. Now you're about nothing. Why are we even here? Existentialism? Homie? <laughs> Crowd goes bonkers. One gives birth from the excitement. The wave acts out the existentialism. Jerry, what's the deal with this guy's name? Tinkin' Taylor Soldier Spy? I mean, come on, who saw that movie? Crowd goes insane again. Jeff Ross. I think it's uh, unanimous. Jerry took the cake on this one. All the judges <laughs> nod their heads in agreement. Kevin, wait, wait. Jerry repeated the same joke. <laughs> the whole place uh, collectively, ooh. <laughs> Jeff Ross, we will, <clears throat> we will take a, a four-hour break to look, to look at the tapes and make a decision. <laughs> 3 a.m., everyone returns to the belly room. Rob Dyrdek. Yo, yo, bitches, we have come to the conclusion that Jerry Seinfeld repeated some of the same jokes twice. So the real winner is Mr. Kevin Tinkin, yo. What up, players? The place loses it and chants, Tinkin, Tinkin. Then Jerry Seinfeld 
appears to start tearing off his face. The place stops in shock. We see it was just a mask that he was, and that he was legendary, legendary jazz musician Louis Armstrong. Kevin <clears throat> Satchmo? What is it? Satchmo. Satchmo? Louis. That's right. It was me the whole time. I'm 150 years old. YOLO, motherfuckers. Y'all want to make use this platform to inform you the excesses of fracking. In 2000, there was about 276,000 national gas wells in the United States. And every year, about 13,000 new wells are drilled. According to a 2014 study, at least 15.3 million Americans have lived without a... Uh, within a mile of fracking well, and that has been drilled since 2000. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. God bless you, everyone. <laughs> oh, shit. I got years of dreams. Red roses, too. The fracking is bad, and fuck you guys, too. And I think to myself... What a fuck up world. I I wanted you to, (laughs) I love putting people in that position to have to read as Louis Armstrong off fracking uh, statistics. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I heard you're in a roast battle. I'm going to read, I'll read like the uh, flow. But I heard you battled flow the progressive auto lady at the comedy store. Uh Yeah. Um, So I'll read like the other parts. You just read. Your your thing. So Wait, I sent it to you uh, in a in a DM. Oh, there. hold up, hold up. Okay, you didn't specify that. Oh yeah, my bad. I forgot. I'm really good with details. Uh, I'm Polish, so that means something. Is I that guess. a stereotype? I don't, I don't know. It means that they're not good at uh, using their brain or something. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Wow, you really worked on this. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, this isn't as detailed as they usually are. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll, I'll start it. Okay. It's a Tuesday night, midnight, comedy store, packed room. Hosts Jeff Ross, uh, Michael Jackson, and uh, Janet Jackson are the the judges. All right, so um, Flo, the progressive auto lady. Well, gee whiz, it's good to see I'm battling Charlie Brown's little sister. Good grief. Flo rolls her eyes. The judges are delighted and charmed. The wave reenact Charlie Brown kicking the football and falling on the ass. And that's you. Am I supposed to say you say you're progressive? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You say you're progressive, but you look regressive. The judges and audience break out into frenzy. The wave do somersaults. Good one. How did you know I voted for Trump? You Kelly Jean butt face. Everyone... Ooh. Good one. All right, all right. Uh, if only your parents believed in abortion. Hey. Uh, Kelly stopped mid-joke by a loud shriek. Flo is tearing her face off, only for it to be revealed that she is Louis Anderson the whole time. Ah, it was me the whole time, Louis Anderson. What the? Louis Anderson dies of a heart attack from being fat. Louis Anderson. Oh, fuck. I'm melting into my fat. What a world. What a cliche death I'm having. And then Kelly is crowned winner by default. So, yeah, you don't remember that at all? No. Damn. Well, it was pretty eventful. I don't, no. Yeah, but, I mean, you won. I've, I've, 
I mean, yeah, I don't know why I don't remember because yeah, it's pretty. That's uh, pretty amazing. It's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. What's up, everybody? Man, we're still here. We're still going. It is exciting. I um, I like literature. I'm a big fan of of reading myself. And uh, what I've found is on the internet, there's a lot of folks out there that that are really passionate about their. Disney fandom. Uh, some of them so passionate that they may be cranking it while writing some of the stuff. But there is a whole world of Disney erotica, which has been uh, one of uh, one of the listeners' favorite segments. Which is always always great to hear and, and get feedback. But uh, you know, there's some real sick fucks out there, and they write about you know Snow White and the Seven Dwarves getting it on. And uh, I found that humorous, uh, you know, and I thought it'd be fun to uh, bring back every once in a while because it's it's just it's it's amazing you know people being creative um, while spanking it so it is real fun I'm excited but we're gonna go to uh, a bunch of clips of some of my guests that uh, you know sometimes maybe didn't anticipate reading some really pathetic and hilarious uh, Disney erotica um, but it made for a real fun segment and then sometimes it would go a little too far and you're like. Yeah, I don't know. That, that made me feel weird. But uh, either way, um, I think it's good that people are out there being creative, and I support it. Um, even our, our friend Pingo Potter, um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of his work. Uh, but he uh, sometimes, he likes to, you know, toe the line a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, he's definitely spanking it, though, when he's writing those. And uh, here we are. Here's a, a little hodgepodge of uh, some fun clips from our Disney erotica segment. Enjoy, and I hope you all got some some uh, candles lit and, you know, got that, that Barry White playing. Uh, so here you are, Disney Erotica. All right, so what do you want me to read this? Oh, okay, yeah, so b- by the way, his uh, he, he uh, says this at the beginning of everything where he uh, he gives a disclaimer that English is not his first language. So Oh, that's good. Yes. Who's Jane? Okay. <laughs> I don't uh, remember Jane. Jane is from Tarzan. Tarzan. Oh, okay. So yeah. he crosses his uh, movies up here. Okay. Yeah, it's for the fans. So, I'm, you want me to read this part then, eh? Yeah. Okay. This contains lesbianic erotic content and hints of steamy sexual intensity. So if that disturbs or offends you or your, your child, do not... Don't. Do not don't. Continue reading. <laughs> This is for grown adults only. Also, bear in mind that this is all fiction and nothing is to be taken seriously. Seriously. Bell and the story of Bell and Jane. I'm Bell. Bell shook Jane's hand. What are you looking for? Um, I am very interested in animals and going to see some gorillas in the woods very soon, so I'm just getting some information on them first. Jane said very eagerly. Bell wasn't really listening as she was hypnotized by her pretty blue eyes and cute nose cool she just said (laughs) i really like your outfit thanks says jane with a beautiful smile i like yours too you should see it off Belle said and winked at jane who kept smiling and her eyes got a little wider i sure would like to i don't know what that means she said and winked back fast forward 10 minutes of aching flirtatious winking tension jane sat and down and on floor again and started liking bell's pussy again while bell was laying on the couch again with her it seems like this guy gets real hot and bothered and then his spelling and grammar gets 
progressively worse as he gets more. <clears throat> she moaned loudly. She was a real screamer, and Jane was really good at licking hers pussy. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Jane. This feels so good. This guy's not creative. <laughs> Belle held on to Jane's head, and her whole body was moving back and forth. Jane licked her clit meticulously. Wow, he got that word right. <laughs> Bring and Belle was having an intense orgasm. God, Jane, you lick me so good. Fuck. Fuck me with that tongue. God, yes. Jane licked her own fingers, rubbed the clit rapidly, and licked her from top to bottom again. And by bottom means asshole. <laughs> Belle was seeing stars, and her whole body was twitching, and she caressed her boobs while having an orgasm. Jane was not slowly slowing down either, with neither the licking nor the rubbing. Belle releases a little queef. Interesting detail. Jane spanks Belle's ass. You naughty, naughty girl. You deserve it to be spanked. You should sit on my face. And that's where it concludes. <laughs> this guy's not creative at all. He didn't, like... I mean, Belle, you know, like, he didn't bring in any of the animated, inanimate objects. He didn't bring in the fact that Jane is, like, in the jungle. I mean, like, that, there's so much meat on that bone that that guy left. <laughs> but, like I said, it just seemed like through uh, his spelling and grammar that he just furiously was masturbating at a certain point and, you know, spelling be damned. You'll get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He, he, was, he was multitasking for sure doing some of his work, which is a technique that some people use. And, you know, there's, the, at, like, uh, flaws and all, uh, there's passion behind his writing. So I commend him on that. Well, he well he clearly cares about the subjects, but like I said, he doesn't really... Uh, he's missing... Where he's coming up short is the fact that he's not really... Uh, he's not illuminating. He's not painting a picture, really, right? Well, he's, he's not bringing their, their character... I'm, I'm just... They're just two... It could be two, anybody that was doing those two things that they were doing. And uh, if it's Belle and Jane, you got to make it... Uh, adhere to them. You got. You got to have some verisimilitude. You got to have some truth behind their actions. You know, and so Bell's got to be all like, <laughs> "I'm trying to read a book," and Jane's like, "I don't. I know. I have some books in my my pants or something like that." You know what I mean? I don't know. Something. I'm just riffing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't There's... have any. He doesn't, he doesn't bring any of the universe into it. It's just. It could be any two chicks named Bell and Jane. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's very. It's not creative at all. I like all oh, the beast doesn't lick my pussy this good. You know stuff like that. Like <laughs> I'm so stoked uh, to to have you here and have you because I feel like you could really bring this to life, Mr. Keith. Uh, this is from uh, Mr. Pao Ping, but uh, this story is simply titled Pocahontas and Jane. Mm, sometimes you accidentally glance ahead at the page, and oh. you know it's funny. I'm yeah. just like I've looked at three random parts of this paper, and every part bummed me out. <laughs> Not not one inch of space on this page isn't terrible. Okay. So he has a, a preface at the beginning where he's like, you know, ble it's it's basically like I'm not a bad person. Like he's trying to justify <laughs> writing all of this. <laughs> yeah. As a Roman Polanski preamble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, you know, and forgive me, please. Uh my he's all this is to excite you know and, and bring sexuality to its fullest extent. It's very pretentious, actually, for something so shittily written. Yeah, which like, I find that more offensive than what I'm about to find fairly offensive. Yeah, like like Alan Alan Moore has like a he has a pretty badass uh series with like Alice in Wonderland, but obviously that's fucking Alan Moore. You right. Know, he's like a genius, yeah. so he can make that work. But yeah, this is not Alan Moore. This is Palping. Isn't it weird how many different art total tangent, how many 
art forms like you know have tried to do like what if Alice in Wonderland but she's a slut like why is why is it such a thing why is she the one character where we're like yeah but what if she fucked <laughs> yeah I know every time yeah I think it's just because of her like she's in the fantasy world and there's well yeah it's like ex- she's got the bottle that says drink me and then the dildo that says fuck me <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Looks down at her pussy, just two eyes and a mouth, like the Cheshire Cat. Oh, fuck. The Cheshire Snatch, dude. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'll, I'll envision that forever. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is an excert. We're right? going to lay down some smooth jazz. Well, I'm, this doesn't really seem like a smooth jazz fuck we're about to get. We, to- we, uh, we could probably lay it down. Oh, yeah. So... Before I forget, he also uh, has a disclaimer that English is not his first language, so uh, be patient while reading this. Well, his uh, first language appears to be passion. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, yes. It's there, and it's frothy. <laughs> All right, so All right, here we go. It seems like it's starting in the middle of a story. This is, okay. So I took an ad. This is like in the middle of... Uh, I just don't know if I need context. Yeah, like, okay. I feel like I'm watching Empire and I didn't see New Hope. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, might not, you might not need to know, but Pocahontas... I didn't see season one of <laughs> this guy jerks off to obscure California adventure seasonal events from 2008. Yeah, you, you could YouTube, but there might be a you know a, a catch-up video. But yeah, yeah. this to, to fill you in, Pocahontas and Jane, uh, I think, are liking each other. They're, okay. they're, they have, they've taken a liking to each other. Who's Jane? Jane from Tarzan. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's. Sorry, all, I have a lot of questions, and I feel like that's not. You're not the author. I'm asking you to explain someone else's work, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I yeah. This, this is uh, okay. it, it'll it, it'll make sense. Yeah. So it's Tarzan, which means there could be a weird racial element. So, oh shit. Okay, I got to just read this thing. I can't yes. keep spoiling something. <clears throat> okay. Pocahontas pushes Jane on the ground in what came close to being a wrestle tech. I don't know why I'm doing it like I'm calling a football game. <laughs> They're at the 40-yard line getting each other wet. <laughs> Pocahontas pushes Jane on the ground in what came close to being a wrestle tackle. Pocahontas quickly takes her dress off over her head. I like that he works in the first tense, like present tense. You <laughs> yes. know, it's like this is happening now. Yeah. This is screenwriting 101. Leaving her naked on top of Jane and French kissing her French, best kind, while moving back and forward with their pussies grinding together, making them both moan. I'm going to keep stopping. <laughs> yes, yeah. we have to. Here's what I love about this. Is this is clearly a man who has never seen or understood a vagina's function. Dude, he's like, they. oh, yeah, they mash them up all good. <laughs> They're really in there slamming them together. <laughs> Jane sticks her tongue out and Pocahontas licks it thoroughly, <laughs> making them exchange large amounts of spit. Jane smacked Pocahontas' ass so hard it left. See, now he's going to past tense. This is sloppy. Jane smacked Pocahontas' ass so hard it left big red marks on her cheeks. Pocahontas lifted her gigantic tits over Jane's face, and Jane was quick to put them in her mouth and to suck on them roughly, making Pocahontas' breaths come in long pants. Okay. okay, this guy is coming in long pants. Yes. Suddenly, Pocahontas stands up. <laughs> what do you want? She asked playfully. Jane smiles playfully. Give me that fucking cunt. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to tell this guy how to choose his adjectives. <laughs> no, he Play- might. Dude, Palpink, maybe this could, this could be beneficial. I mean, This might be a performance issue on mine, but I don't know how to play playfully telling someone to give me their fucking cunt. <laughs> How many playfullys was there? Uh, well, there's about to be one more. They laughed playfully. <laughs> Pocahontas sat down on a big rock. Pocahontas sat down on a big rock. <laughs> with her legs. For somebody who's obsessed with Disney, he's not doing any work. No. Doing, like she could be sitting on, I don't know, fucking one of the Splash Mountain logs or that yeah. caterpillar. But no, a big rock <laughs> with her legs closed while Jane got on her hands and knees and crawled through her like a tiger hunting its prey. First misspelled word, actually. 
Say please, Pocahontas commanded. I want you to beg for it. Please give me that fucking pussy, baby. <laughs> Pocahontas. I don't. Do <laughs> what's women funny is that like... me and you have hung out like three times. Yeah, ever, yeah. And you're like, no, read this porn while I make eye contact <laughs> <Sorry>. with you. <laughs> Pocahontas giggled and opened her legs. Jane grabbed Pocahontas's foot and sucked and sucked on and each of her fucking whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> foot and sucked each of her toes, then leg. It's, you, you know how chicks love it when you suck their leg, dude. Oh, they the dude, leg they, sucking. They can't get enough. You yeah. Can get a whole calf in your fucking maw. Uh, like you're chewing I, big league chew. <laughs> put on some Jamiroquai. I call it the devil's skull. <laughs> and kissed all over them before she sat herself with her back against the rock and put her head back so that she could look directly into Pocahontas's wet, savage cunt. Okay. Uh. <laughs> In which she inserted her tongue and licked it rampantly. This, <laughs> <laughs> this, this dude is describing her pussy like the Watts riots are happening inside of it. <laughs> Actually, all Jane had to do was put her tongue in the air and then Pocahontas jumped up and down, making the tongue go in and out over and over again, like a pogo stick scenario. Oh Pocahontas' big tits bounced uncontrollably and her groans became louder and louder. Ah, fuck, you're going to make me fucking come, she screamed, <laughs> as she couldn't focus on anything. It was like an explosion that erupted through her entire body. Oh, my God. After Pocahontas cummed a river, Jane looked up to realize Pocahontas had turned into the caterpillar from Alice and Wonderland. If you're, a, I understand English is not his first language. If your whole thing is, I love Disney so much, I need porn to also be Disneyland, you, A, would know it's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. It would be turned into that cat. Have him say the thing. Do his thing. Yeah. She suddenly realized she was in a fantasy land with singing plants, smiling penis dogs, and mad hatters. <laughs> really burying the lead with smiling penis dogs being in the middle. <laughs> like, if you put me in a room with all three of those things, I'm going to notice the penis yes, dogs. Yes, immediately. I'll be but, like, what do you think about this singing flower? It's pretty fucked up, right? <laughs> Jane declares, boy, I'm not in Kansas anymore. Why are you bringing a Wizard of Oz reference into this? It's, it's not even a Disney property. What's that Spielberg movie that came out with all the pop culture references? Ready Player One. Yeah, this is Ready Player. I mean, I guess it, look, if you want if you wanted to be technical, I guess you could argue that maybe he's bringing in the Wizard of Oz because it's part of the great movie ride. At, yeah, you know, at Disney MGM Studios. So I guess technically it's an auxiliary Disney prop. But and then well, and then comes across an orgy with the Walrus, Jafar, Ariel, Baloo, Tinkerbell, Superman, and Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those bootleg toys at like yeah. a swap meet where yeah, it's like yeah, the Avengers with Shrek. This what? is porn. This is porn based on the wall of a Mexican grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> While yeah. Quasimodo watches as he jerks off his crooked penis. Now hang on. Yeah, why, why would his, his penis be crooked? Dude, you know that he would have a hanger. You know that. D well, Quasimodo, yeah, he's, a, he's yeah, fucking yeah. you know he's slow poke magoo. Like they're always pretty beefed up. Quasimodo watches. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks out his crooked penis gleefully Emperor Donald Trump come on <laughs> somehow this is the part where I'm like this is gonna suck enters the sexy fuck fest not like one of those platonic fuck fests <laughs> Jake can't help herself but to masturbate which he spelled right earlier and is spelling wrong now like a banshee in heat Trump declares this is gonna be huge as his wooden penis grows like Pinocchio's nose <laughs> Optimus Prime and Dwayne The Rock Johnson are trying plow the president's ass, but he's... I think it's supposed to say build, build a wall. Print. He's built a wall around his royal anus. You know what's great about this is I can't tell if this guy likes or doesn't like Trump. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, there isn't really any. Sort like he's of, not like, getting ass fucked so far. He's just kind of there. His ass is being described. Yeah, he's building a wall. This is yeah. the most subtle satire I've seen in comedy in the Trump era. <laughs> you know, <laughs> make the make the viewer make a decision. Optimus breaks through with his strong iron fist. Then Ursula from The Little Mermaid sits on his face and violently shoots a stream of diarrhea into his mouth. Well, now it feels like Colbert's writers did this. Emperor Trump declares, num num, Trump Trump is going to come comes. Well, now he's into it. So maybe this is he's being empowered from the bottom. Then television... The television personality and skateboarder, Rob Deirdrick. I love that even this fucking <laughs> lunatic writing this is like, well, we have to set, we had a tee up, Rob Deirdrick. Not everyone's going to know. It's a niche reference. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't have the universal appeal, both sexually and globally, as Shrek does. <laughs> Wakes up from a dream and declares, it was all a dream. <laughs> I used to read about it in Workup Magazine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Deirdrick Deer looks down at his naked deer dick. And says, uh-oh, I have to go to my set at the comedy store. <laughs> then the set ending credits roll. Okay, so <laughs> so that, that was the, uh, the finale of, uh, of Pao Ping's uh, Pocahontas and Jane. That was the finale of literature. Yeah. That, <laughs> okay. That, we're done. The, the written word has reached its peak. <laughs> I know, you know, this... This podcast does appeal to everybody. So the children listening to this, thank you guys. <laughs> Ask mommy and daddy if it's okay to listen to the show from now on. But uh, no, uh, this is fucking hilarious. So uh, okay, obviously at one point uh, I I had uh, doctored the script, <laughs> the writing, which is hilarious because that that uh, that shows how I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking horrible. But yeah, I misspelled so much shit at the end there, like masturbate. So yeah. Oh, did you I, did you write so some I, of this? Yeah. So oh, I did, feel like an asshole for no, shitting on the guy dude, now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's hilarious because it was all because I thought it'd be so funny if it just gets wor- more heightened and ridiculous. Okay, I really thought this was real. <laughs> well, it is. No, the most most of it is real, but when it gets to the orgy, I I had uh, oh, I okay. added that just to see okay. like because I wanted you, I, I wanted just like your head to explode at like it make you feel better. Some is. of my bigger problems are up in the top. <laughs> <laughs> Savage cut is really where I get in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Well, there's another. Uh, 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 I think she's a female Wait, writer. Second. Is Pingo Potter a real person? Yeah, I mean, wow. I don't know if that's his Christian name, but. Uh, <laughs> The, the, yeah. I thought you were just making that up. No, no, no. He's he's oh my God. real the guy. But uh, I mean, that sounds like somebody that would write Disney fan fiction. Pingo Potter. Pingo Potter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Totally straight. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the laziest writers. This woman, I think, is a little bit more imaginative. But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I had to do some touch-ups on this though because some mean, of it didn't make she's, sense she's very accurate with her uh description of of where <laughs> of, of of uh location yeah somewhere <laughs> on a ship in the caribbean around 1729 might have been fucking october i don't know somewhere around that year so though. fucking precise you know so so this is uh this isn't for the faint you know if you're in the mood if you're going to if you're thinking about getting down this might help um this is called the passion of jack sparrow by <laughs> sally and jack sparrow 92 it's the passion of jack sparrow kind of like the passion of the christ. sort of christ. yeah 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 passion, was it called the passion of the yeah christ? passion, yeah, of, passion the of the christ oh yeah wow. yeah yeah so i, this I don't is, this is like the sequel uh, but yes. like it's a porno. This is yeah. the spiritual sequel oh. of uh, Passion of the Christ. All right, yeah. well, I'm, I'm gonna fucking take off my pants real quick. Hell yeah, dude. Well, so uh, I thought it'd be fun if, if you guys um, maybe you guys took turns reading this. Um, okay. Okay, I'm a uh, very slow reader, so this is gonna that be, may even this be better. Is, like, this is gonna be torture. And for me. they were having sex in the <laughs> apartment <laughs> above part. 
<laughs> so um, for all the, the ladies listeners, uh, you may enjoy this a lot because, you know, Jack Sparrow is a sex icon. Okay, so um, would you like to start it, Ross? Yeah, sure. Okay. So <laughs> somewhere on a ship in the Caribbean around seven. Okay, I'll be Jack Sparrow, by the way. Okay. Okay. There were many things she would have expected to see as she opened her eyes. Her big window with the beautiful sea view, the dresses that were waiting for her to put them on, or even her maid standing next to her bed, waiting for you to wake up. Uh But never in a million years would she have expected to wake up on a ship. I love how she changes perspectives. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, what is going on here? She blinked a few times, trying to get used to the dim light. Took a look around the cabin. Her emerald green satin dress had some blood splatters Ooh, on it. Oh. Period blood. Uh, okay. While her shoes were missing, feet clearly dirty. Oh, okay. Always feet. You things, should have yeah. put feet at, like in all caps, by the way. Yeah. Feet clearly dirty. It was a relatively big cabin. Mm. As far as she could judge from previous experiences, <laughs> cabinets, this bitch a hoe. Cabinets, <laughs> cabinets grazed, grazed the walls. Uh, the bed, the, <laughs> the bed she was currently sitting on was a simple wooden bed with white linen, and there were some glass bottles rolling around on the floor, uh, evaluating from the smell. <laughs> they were probably rum bottles. <laughs> Fucking god! Oh, wow, it's like a fourteen-year-old wrote this. Yeah. Before she could comprehend what that meant, the door flung open, and in front of her stood a tall man. Hey, the sleepy beauty has arisen. The stranger pushed her further into the room. With all the strength she could muster, she tried to push away from him and the iron grip he had on her shoulders, but there was no use. The rough motion of the sea pushed Captain Jack Sparrow even more on top of her. Didn't mean to disturb you, love. I guess love is in the air. She found herself disgusted. But was desperately fighting this. Oh, oh, and was desperately fighting this beastly, sloppy pirate man off of herself. <laughs> uh, now, now that the two of them stood in the middle of the dim, lit, dim, lit room, dim lit room, uh, she could take in the features of this mysterious man with uh, deep, <laughs> silky, silky voice. voice. <laughs> He must have been around the age of 30. I see a very, like I said, just, just a lot of estimates in this fucking yeah. thing. But it was too hard to tell. Yep. Uh, he towered over her. Mm. She seemed to drown in his dark, coal-colored eyes. Yeah. Fully intrigued by him, there was no denying that he was handsome. Probably more handsome than any man she had ever crossed paths with. His eyes had a mischievous glint to them as he he took in her features. Caught your tongue, lovely? (laughs) He chuckled, but a chuckle bubbled out of him. He let her go. Wait, he he let go of her shoulders and took a a mouthful of the rum bottle. It says, let go of my, her shoulders. Yeah, that's the, I, yeah. Do you think there's a, I think she's kind of living out her fantasies. You think so? (laughs) My, her shoulders. Yeah. Before Uh, you knew it, she threw all of her inhibitions away and let Jack do whatever he wanted. Why don't you give my hook a slobbing on me, Nobin? Jack lifts his kilt to reveal he's got a hard, throbbing, rock, hard, thick, Cock. I love a kilt. I don't think Jack Sparrow wears a kilt. <laughs> He's Scottish. You know, yeah. that's good. He passionately fucks her throat? How do you passionately do that? As 
It's easy. As, yeah. see, then it says, then it says, as I gag, she's back, she's back being herself. As I gag, trying to take in the his, his bayonet. <laughs> so it was a, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a thick. It was yeah. a yeah. Thin. yeah. He passionately oh, pokes okay. her throat as I gag, trying to take in his as bayonet. I, I mean, I mean her, her. Yeah, shiver me timbers, love. That feels lovely. Fast forward ten hours later, after Jack Boy, what finishes. What a fucking session. After Jack finishes. For the unth team time, time, Jack ties her up to a chair. She is exhausted, but hungry for more. Jack pulls out a crystal ball from his magical sack he acquired on one of his many adventures. Uh-oh. What do we do here, darling? Jack shakes his ball, and then in and in appears Dominic Dom Trelletto. What the fuck? The bee. <laughs> <laughs> the beefy masculine hunk from the street racer slash drug dealer from the Fast and Furious movie franchise. Uh, this isn't the freeway. Where am I? Dom throws Sparrow against the wall and is demanding answers. Jack yells, You're in the presence of greatness, love. Calm down. God, you smell like rum and shit. Dom utters and yells back at Jack. While Dom and Jack are wrestling, she is stuck in the chair, helpless. Jack gets the upper hand on Dom and reveals his big, meaty, fucking sword to Dom. Dom is pleasantly surprised by this. I wish I knew I was in the presence of greatness. Let me take this in the back of my throat. (laughs) Dom holds Sparrow's sparrow down and proceeds to suck the ever-loving fuck out of Jack's sparrow. (laughs) Dom is teasing me, making eye contact while I'm stuck in this ghastly chair. Dom bends over Jack and says, Your turn. Dom pulls his cock out to reveal his manhood, which looks rather different, almost wood-like. In a deeper voice, while his cock is growing, I hate the word cock. By the way, it's fucking weird. His cock is growing. I think Dom it's meant growls. To be fucking- <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. This is a Disney fans fucking wow. Oh, that's for real. She said, "I." Oh, okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were making a joke. Yeah. Uh, and his 18-inch tree stump penis penetrates oh, Jack's Christ. ass, and Jack screams. I'm on top of the world. Oh, that's uh, fucking awesome. That's yeah, like a dude. little that Titanic is, yeah, ending. That was wow. fucking great. So, um, yeah, I had to doctor that to spruce it up. I wrote the whole uh, Jack Sparrow uh, fucking Dom Toretto bit. <laughs> oh, did I'll you? take credit for it. Uh, I just thought it would be great to go there. Um, did I call him to- Dom Toretto? Dom over? Toretto? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just thought, I mean. I haven't sh- seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. Sorry, oh, oh, dude, you're missing out. <laughs> I know. So, so, did you write this? Did you write this whole thing? Not the whole <laughs> thing. I, I added the Dom Toretto. I added oh, those bonus, that's bonus fucking, edition. it's hysterical. I, I really didn't. Yeah, I had no idea that. Because there is there is stuff like that though. I mean, there's like there's Disney fan fiction where they add like the band and and uh, and uh, and fucking t- Tomorrowland. No, not Tomorrowland. Uh, what's that in California Adventure? The Mad Hatter band. Oh yeah. There's like yeah. fan fiction where the band like fuck each other and stuff. Like it's this is better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I. <laughs> I 
Sweet.